say, look at how the time goes. And welcome everybody to this. Seems I'm so much. How's that for being ready? Caught you with your pants down. <laughs> welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. I'm your host, John Allen, and joining me today is the rather stubby but uh, well proportioned Snoopy. Hello, everybody. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the introduction. She's mm. a tiny little thing, but she's 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 got all the right lumps. Oh, and plenty of them. Oh, come on. <clears throat> People think you're athletic. Let them keep oh, believing. Yeah, Let them yeah. keep believing that. <laughs> well, I am very athletic. <laughs> See, there Absolutely. you go. Yes. Okay, I'm tired. So, so oh, I need so, so pick me up here. I'm tired. Oh. We, were, we were we were just this has been a lazy day and that's okay. We can have a day like that. What do you talk about yourself now cuz I haven't been lazy. Oh, come on. I've been to the gym. Yeah, I've that's been right. Out and about. That's right. You were. <laughs> All day. What was I doing? Oh, there? Maybe I, I slept through that. <laughs> I guess you did. <laughs> so, yeah. No, this yeah. this is a day off for me from the gym. Well, although we did plan on going together and doing extra uh, thing, you know, I was going to see, for example, if I was able to do some sprints, but uh, obviously it wasn't meant to be because it didn't happen. No, <laughs> stayed up too late, three o'clock in the morning. No. Well, I I slept. I fell asleep around four four thirty. So okay, yeah. 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 I think it was one something. It was after definitely after one a.m. Yeah. When I went to sleep. Yeah. But we were kind of wound up. I don't know why. Oh, come on now. This parenting thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Without naming any names, I don't know. People are allowed to parent their kids the way they want to. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But but uh, I guess I have a problem with it when it affects my kids. How do I say this? Well, we, we, we should talk about careful. this, but we have to be careful because yeah. we don't want to say any names. Want, no, and we don't want to hurt. We don't want to hang out anybody out there. Absolutely not. Everybody has their own. Um, Everybody's got their own style. Yeah, and that's fine. And 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 I'm thinking if if I, you know, in order to, kind of, um, I don't know, make it softer <laughs> or whatever. It's it's um, maybe I'm talking out of experience. A little bit. When you say what? When I say that, oh my gosh, they let their kids do that? You know, I maybe people don't believe it, but I was a teenager one time. And I know uh, what went on in the 80s, and I don't think it is that much better in the 2020s. But just so people know, there is a huge difference between Norway in the 80s and the United States in the 80s. That is true. There's a big difference, I think, uh, you know, socially for kids between uh, the two countries now, today. There's well, a absolutely. huge difference. Yeah, yeah. I think if our kids were to, if we were to pick up and move back to the States and put our kids in a high school, uh, especially in the city somewhere, I think they'd get eaten alive. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but out in the country where you uh, grew up, what do you think there? You know, even that... Makes me uncomfortable to think of. I, I just don't think our kids have, I mean, it's all about experience. They haven't experienced yeah. the things that would properly equip them. I, I don't, I think. Socially, you, the way things are now. I mean, am I overprotective? I think you are. You are more protective than I am. Well, I'm a better parent. 
Uh, well, I'm so glad this table is wide enough and her arms are stubby <laughs> enough that she can't yeah, slap me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I went to high school in the States uh, when I was, what, 17, 16, 17? Oh, oh. You know, back then what I knew about the United States was what I saw in the movies. I thought United States were like the dynasty uh, or the Hollywood movies. That's all I knew. And that it was a melting pot, you know, because that's what we learned at school. So you got, every, you got your impression of what America was like from TV. Exactly. Did you ever see the Roots series? Yes, I okay. did. Okay, I'm just asking. But that was, that was, you know. I'm just asking. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no, no. But that was in the, what was that, 70s? The roots came what was out. That? Was that seventy six? Maybe I don't remember. Seven, yeah, yeah, seventy something. But I, I didn't see it. Yeah. I snuck to see it. I snuck to see uh, like the first part, and I will never forget the first part. Where did part. you go to see it? What do you mean? Uh, well, well, you know, my parents were watching, and I was sneaking behind the doors there. And oh yeah, so you only saw like it. bits and pieces, right? But I didn't all the and whippings only, and whatnot. No, just the first episode. The okay. only thing I remember from Roots uh, from back then, now I've seen it, you know, together with you, but back then, all I remember is when they caught I think you're trying Kunta to reenact Kinta. some of that. Anyway, no, no. Go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> no, no, and I'm talking about thing. today on me. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my you know, gosh. I, I'm just, I give up. I'm not going to try any more stand-up <laughs> material on you. I'm just not going to uh, do it. You don't get it. No? You're, but but you uh, interrupt me when I'm I'm in a serious discussion well, here. I'm going to tell you something serious. Okay, go ahead. Stop okay. wrinkling your forehead. Go ahead. <laughs> you remember <laughs> when they caught Kunta Kinta? Who? Kunta Kinta. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that his name? Okay, let's say that's his name. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I remember when they caught the gentleman whose name you're trying to pronounce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay lift that mic okay up to anyway mouth, so so see now my tears are running you make well, me laugh so hard that's why you love me every day i gotta make you laugh at least once <laughs> yep okay so well they caught him and and he um he they put the shackles on him and he would uh he he um Kind of raised himself up, threw his arms back, and was that. screaming. You know, and I remember that. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> and then you know I was a little bit of a drama queen for a little while there, I guess. Mm -hmm. So when my my dad was, I don't remember, was something something something, and uh, I would strongly disagreed with him. So what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> the kunta kinta thing. Threw my arms up. <laughs> and was screaming Just and falling backwards and forward, you know. To totally reenacting that scene. Totally reenacting that scene. But how did we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to the 80s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My impression of the United States were from the Hollywood movies. So, when I survived, when I came to the United States, I took the plane, Finnair. And landed in New York, and then I had to switch planes there because I went all the way upstate New York State. 
uh, to a small place with, with those tiny little planes. And my English was so bad that I... No. That I, they put a sign around my neck <laughs> where I was going. And on my ticket, it says, speaks very little English. And all I Are you serious? Oh, really? I'm serious. I'm so serious. I'm dead serious. Wow. So, you know, so I had, I walked with that sign and then just showing my ticket and people would show me where to go to get to the airport or to the plane rather, to the right gate and everything. So anyway, but I survived, you know, I survived three different high schools, you know, so, and, um, the one, the first one was like way out in the country. In New York, upstate New upstate York. Upstate New York, Ogdensburg. And and then I moved from there to Newark, New York, which was a little bit bigger. But uh, still in upstate New York, right? Isn't um, it? More towards the lakes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to uh, from there to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. But you tell me some of the things you went through, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you were so naive. I'm so I'm surprised you didn't end up getting hurt or taken advantage of. So I don't think you were properly equipped, so to speak, socially. I, I, th- I think you experienced, well, I don't know how much you experienced. Your experience is your experience. But based on the things that you've told me up through the years about your time as an exchange student, it seems like you weren't really, uh, you know, it was a big difference socially. Just the fact that I didn't shave my legs was a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but no, gosh. seriously, it wasn't. <clears throat> I, I've tamed her, you guys. I've well, tamed her. No, the thing is, is that I think that you are a little, quite a bit overprotective because usually things goes okay. Um, we maybe we are preparing for a worst case scenario, but but uh, you know yeah I I've been walking around Los Angeles late at night around the train station, stepping over uh, homeless people and asking them for directions to the bus, and it went okay. Yeah, it went okay, but you know you can never predict when when things are going to go wrong. But I stand to my point that I don't think you were <laughs> ready for some of the differences in society. And I definitely stand by, look, look at our two kids. They yeah. don't, they don't. They're they smart. Are, sure, they're smart, but they're, they're inexperienced in certain of things course. that they would be faced with, with children of their own age over there, back in the States. I'm not so sure. I want you to be sure. Now think, <laughs> would, you, would you take our youngest and put him in a high school in the city of Chicago, and be not comfortable. in not in the city of Chicago. Okay, but out in the country, maybe in Ohio, you know, like Norton or wherever. Um, I think mm. I I think so. I think that will work just fine. Well, yeah. Well, I think Miss Thing, our oldest one, is going to get it in her head to want to study in the states, and I'm all for it. But, but. Um, I just don't want it to be a big smack in the forehead, you know, the differences. And I do believe there are some significant differences in awareness, in, in uh, that, that street smart thing. And I'm not saying you need to have street smarts if you're living out in the, in the country. I guess I'd, I'm lacking a better word for it. What is it? That, that certain amount of worldliness, um, that, that experience of being in a confrontational situation. But when you think about... And I think they're going to see that a lot more 
a lot more over there if they were to go to school than they do well, here. Well, yeah, because now they are, they are you know, there's uh, the teachers are very good here at uh, no uh, teasing and, and uh, they're very thinking a lot about that. It's, it's very much in focus, you yeah, know. But shouldn't teasing be okay? Isn't teasing a part of growing up? <clears throat> bullying should be yeah i mean adults, adults should bullying. Intervene. okay yeah. yeah that's what i mean yeah uh adults should intervene when there's bullying absolutely but yeah. my point is is that they go overboard here and they intervene as soon as the teasing starts yeah. and i think that there's a certain yeah. amount of yeah that worldliness that awareness that people can can hurt you and you have to be prepared for that you have to have a response you know ready uh, kids yeah. don't have to do that here, but I I believe that they still have to do that back home in the states. So, our our two little kids <clears throat> aren't. I, I just don't think they're prepared for that, and I think it would be a big shock. It sounds like it's such a small thing, but I don't think it takes much. It 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 doesn't take much confrontation. It doesn't take much teasing or bullying to to mess up a kid for quite a while. And being the better parent that I am, I don't want our kids messed up. Next topic. <laughs> no, you know, seriously, though. I, I think they'll seriously. be all right. Well, no. you know, we'll see yeah. because, you know, we may, not, we, we, we may never have to deal with that. Maybe they won't want to go study. I think the they States. will. Yeah. I think they will. We should but get old girl. Wouldn't it be great to get old girl in at, uh, at Kent State? Into their uh, their um, acting and, and uh, theater program over there. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't let my uh, children uh, be all by themselves at night with a bunch of other kids, their own age, uh, yeah. in an area where um, you are far away. What was it? An hour? It's an hour drive. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that. that. I don't think that's. I, I think that's naive. That's that is some a bunch of naive adults who allow their barely teenage children to do something like that, to stay alone with no adult supervision in a cabin, in a cabin area. It's a, it's like a neighborhood of cabins that is a known party. This has been a party place since you were a kid. And oh, you're yeah, 60, that's, that's what I mean by experience. What, 62? Six, yeah, so... 60, oh my God, what are you saying? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but all, the, all those yeah. years ago when you were a kid, uh, it was a party place then, and yeah. it still is now, and there's a totally different array of threats that these kids can be met with. So that might have worked back in the day. Oh, in you a know way, what, but, yeah, it's, but, but it, it definitely doesn't work today. You know... Yeah. These preteen boys or these even boys that are, you know, two, three, five years older who are out there by themselves, they're like a pack of wolves. They're going to pick up the scent. Now, this sounds nasty. They're going to figure out <laughs> that's th that, you know, four or five girls are alone in a cabin with no adult supervision and things can happen. But it's not only that. Uh, and, and this is what I mean by maybe we are a little bit overprotective, but but I don't think so with certain things i'd rather be overprotective than underprotective and let let those kids of course kids have to create their own they have to experience their own arsenal you yeah. know through the experiences that they have and you can't protect them from everything but i do believe that um some parents around here are too too much hands off 
And their children are going to experience things that they absolutely do not need to experience because of that lack of parental supervision. Well, somebody comment yeah. on this. Somebody write a comment when you listen to this. Do you think that a uh, let's let's say a, a, a 15. 14, 15 year old girl, 13, 14, 15 uh, year old girls, four or five girls should be allowed to stay in a cabin. And it's not like it's an isolated cabin. I'm not we're, we're not worried about uh, wolves. <laughs> we're worried about young men because this is in an area where there's a whole bunch of cabins and it's known to be a party place. Let me know what you guys think of that. I don't, I, I don't see, I don't see how any parent with good in, and I shouldn't say that with my good intentions, I could not allow my child to, 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 to be in this. I couldn't send her out into a situation like that to spend the night. Uh, what were they talking about? Three, maybe four days alone. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. Mm -mm. No. And the thing is, is that what I'm thinking about is, you know, when I was that age, we we didn't have internet. We didn't have cell phones. We had regular phones. And what people are you thinking didn't, about how people, like, people can spread the word? Exactly. Yeah. People didn't even have phones at their cabins back then. Yeah. But you know what? We would figure out who was alone at that cabin. And we'll be, we would be there and there would be a big party. When boys are like a pack of hyenas with their noses to the ground, they will sniff oh, it out. Yeah. But you don't need to be five years older. <clears throat> Oh, that's what I'm saying. Even yeah. a year, even the same age or a year yeah. or two. But the thing is, is that there will be, you know, we were, we were kids before. So we know, uh, that it was not an unusual thing for kids, uh, you know, around 14 or 15 year old, uh, 15 years old to have associations with adults, you know, 18, mm -hmm. 19 years old. Right. You know, it was yeah. so cool. Yeah. It was. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we also can mm -hmm. remember that those older, um, those young adults, they were not uh, always um, <laughs> kind-hearted, gentle, and with good intentions, good wholesome intentions when they were hanging around with those kids. Right. Yep. Yeah, well, that would be interesting to see if you get any um, uh, comments. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, and I wonder if they'll be, I don't want to say everybody's a liar, but I think the people that disagree with us won't comment. The people that agree with us will. I don't well, think I'll hear anybody. I don't think I'll hear any dissenting opinions. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Interesting topic, though. I think. I think this. It is I a love to discuss par this. Parenting is is a, you know that's a touchy thing because that's that's personal. That's mm -hmm. family, yeah. and maybe that is why it is so difficult sometimes to have that good contact with other parents. Nobody wants to talk about. Uh, they seem kind of standoffish when it comes to. Or well, I don't know. Or we, us, get the, or we get the us. weird. We get the weird <laughs> looks and stuff. Um, <laughs> because we're too strict. I, I don't think so. We're too strict. But I guess you know, with you know, my occupation, your occupation, and and what we experience, uh, we know what's out there. Maybe more than the average person who is having a different kind of a job who is working as a director in some kind of a electric company or whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering, maybe that has something to do about it. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, I think our kids are smart. Um, sure they are. Our, uh, our daughter, she, she has some very good thoughts about what is safe, 
what is smart to do and what is not but smart to do. But you know what, that's do. because we have that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And we've been criticized by other parents for having that conversation because they have the, I'll say it, they got the balls to interpret our um, concern for our kids and and they'll interpret our discussions with them as if we are being too overwhelming and imposing our will on our children. You know what? Anybody out there listening? I do. Yes. We impose our will on our children. We are their number one influence. Yeah. But we, we tell them, we tell them what we have experienced. We talk with them about what we think is right and wrong and they're going to be guided by that. But, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, because they our kids are allowed to say what they think and then we will discuss the different type of options oh, yeah. is that how it works <laughs> well you haven't noticed that no I well i so. do that no. yeah i talk with my child, children not to them yeah we had so yeah someone actually told us that yeah you should spend more time talking with your children instead, instead of, of to them. them oh my goodness I almost the 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 the, the yeah. balls of someone to say something like that. How does she mm. know? I think we need to sweep our house for bugs. Is she listening in on us or something? How could she? How could she? No, she's not listening she in. S- if she was listening in on us, she would know that we are talking. With yeah, but you get my point. How 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 could she have the gumption to make a a, a statement like that? Because she has no clue how we speak. Do to you want her. me to tell you? Go on, preach, a, girl. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Amen. There's a lot of parents there who, instead of being parents, are trying to be their kid's friend. Yep. And that does not work. Well. If you're a parent, you're a parent. You're not their friend. Mm. Big difference. I am not interested in being friends with my kids. I don't even like them. I love them. I don't like our kids. I don't want to be friends with them. Well. Well. I wouldn't say that, but, you know, I, I like to hang out with them, but I'm really not all that. Uh, ah. I, I don't think it's that fun to listen to uh, about their TikTok and games and this, all this stuff. I don't that's have uh, anything. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I say it jokingly yeah. when I, don't, I say I don't like them. My, the point is, is I am an adult, an adult. They're a child. Of course, I'm interested in what they're doing, but I cannot hang out with my children as a friend. Like exactly. some of these parents exactly. do. Exactly, yeah. I say it jokingly, yeah. but, yeah. but I, 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 I'm yeah. not their friend. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I am their father. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is... A, no, I'm your wife. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference. We'll get into uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so to to just to 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 uh, to end this conversation about or mad? this topic, you get mad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do, got a little angry. You know, so, you, oh it, my gosh! If I had had that person in front of me, yeah, yeah, I think I might have lost my job. We've talked about this before, yeah. and and we get wound up every time we do. Oh. And to me, it's it's this thing to, that because she tried to set foot in our territory this animalistic protect protective instinct or whatever yeah, but it was the way it was done exactly it was totally tasteless totally without any tact or taste and and quite arrogant and very assuming and just out of line and and i think and that's why i yeah uh, the friend thing i think the reason why this person said so is because that person talked with the child their child who tells them who tells their them view so, of what exactly. our child is and then they go right into it yeah. goes right into that yeah. on that level well, the 14 year old level 
And uh, I'm just not gonna have. We're we're just our yeah. kids are too young to be out there running the streets doing as they please. Yeah. Some some uh, parents of children at the same age don't agree. That's their right. Well, absolutely. And I don't wish them any ill will, but I'm going to make sure that our children are protected to the extent that they need to be, and they have a skill set. And you know, we're going to give them the information that they need to protect themselves and make smart decisions. Uh, absolutely, but of course they need. That's really to, what it boils down. Yeah, to. and they they need to like we tell them they need to try try out different things and 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 you know they will fall flat on their face every now and then and we'll pick them up uh but it's not like they're going to get super hurt we'll do what we can so they don't get hurt like super hurt little scratches on their knees is okay. i was gonna say a little yeah. scratch or a knock on the head will yeah. do them good it helps yeah. them learn yeah hey so go get me some ice cream uh-huh. you guys hear that bell ringing i'm sure that's bleeding through through the porch porch window that we have open porch door rather that we have open the ice cream truck. Sometimes they have whale meat though. I would like to have that. That'd yeah, they have good. whale meat and um, don't they also have cod sometimes? Toshk. Yeah. 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 They come in the winter time though. Who wants to buy frozen stuff and ice cream and stuff in the winter time? Yeah. Well, are they that hard up for money? But people. People buy go. It? Yeah, people do go. Yeah. Yeah. When I grew up. <laughs> I the first ice cream of the year was uh, May seventeenth, <clears throat> our national holiday. Wow. There was no ice cream before that, and the last one was probably in September, around my birthday. Yeah, uh-huh. and then w- there was no ice cream in the middle of the winter. That was just not even entering my head. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. how things are different. Things are different. Yep. A lot more sugar. Easy access to it. Yeah. You know. Um, People have money for, for stuff like that now. It costs a lot of money buying I guess, all this. I guess we, we, had, we had money for that stuff, you know, when I was a kid. That wasn't the issue, but it just, it was not, it wasn't a thing to have it several times a week like we do now. It was a special thing, you know. You, yeah. get, a, you get a bottle of A&W root beer on a Saturday, you know. Yeah, well. <clears throat> We weren't like rich. We had a house and a car, but I remember that uh, you know we had goodies <laughs> only Saturdays, and and I yeah, had to split a uh, one little pop with my uh, half brother. I, I what kind was it? It, it, it was the no brand thing. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> the first price. <laughs> yes, first price cola. <laughs> Oh First price God. carbonated drink. Yeah, <laughs> we had to split the little the little bottle, uh, and then that was like one glass each. How quaint! And then if if we didn't have money for for um, candy, um, my mother would make uh, what we call egg dulces. I was going to say you were talking mm-hmm. about goodies, and 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 uh, tell tell them what that is. That's uh, egg dulces. It's called. Yeah, I think they. I don't. I'm not sure. I think they take the the egg whites. And uh, with some sugar and and uh, whip it up and, that and just was eat it raw and, like and that. And then eat, eat it raw like <laughs> you that. Peasant. Oh, it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was sweet. Well, you know, and and when you don't have <laughs> other things getting in the way of that taste, you know, when you're not used to having a pop, mm-hmm. when you're not used to having cake and ice cream, and then all of a sudden you get that egg white with some sugar in it. That's that's uh, high times right that there. That was good stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, I miss uh, hot dogs with Wonder Bread. 
My Aunt Rose used to make that for us. That Wonder was a, Bread? What is that? Um, I think when we were living in the States, I do believe I bought some because you asked me that exact same question. What is Wonder Bread? Well, you know I don't remember. It's just a brand, it's a brand of bread in the States. It's, it's probably huh. all made, I don't know, made out of recycled plastic or something. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's, it's white. Yeah. And it's kind of thick and, and, and it's white. Pretty tasteless, actually. But when my Aunt Rose would use that instead of hot dog buns, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was good times. I just remember another thing I learned from the TV about the United States. Oh, boy. And that is <laughs> that uh, the bread in the United States does not mold. Yeah, they put all those preservatives in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I never thought about that until I hooked up with you. Let's put the credit where it's due. You, you got me hip to what real bread is all about. Uh-huh. Um, because I used it, and I was not a big time bread eater at all. Far from it. But if I did eat bread, it would be, you know, just some off brand and usually white bread. And I remember you commented that, oh, don't you, isn't there, and, and, and one of your tr- three hour trips to the grocery store, you came back with some um, supposedly homemade wheat bread. I can't mm-hmm. remember the brand. Whole way, and yeah. it was it yeah. was definitely a hallelujah moment. I'm like, okay, this is what bread is supposed to taste and like. That wasn't even the and real. That wasn't bread. even a real thing because when I came here, now the first time on vacation, and you mm-hmm. gave me some weirdness on a piece of bread here, but the bread was real. Uh, you know, they make the bread fresh every day, and it's homemade, homemade practice. And I put that in air quotes, homemade. Uh, you know, real ingredients, not all of these preservatives, and it's a different, it's a different thing, totally different. Yeah, and the and, real uh, deal, it's real bread. And and uh, if you keep the bread in in more than five days, you can't use it because it's moldy. Yeah, because it's it's natural. There's no preservatives yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, same thing with the chocolate here. It's oh, just yeah. it's just a totally different. It's not even. I mm. used to I used to be able to get down on a Hershey bar back home. Yeah, and I you know I thought that was the stuff. And then um, I got into that. You 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 fed me that. Uh, <laughs> Remember, you gave me, it was a, it's a big plate of it. It's like a twelve inch by three inch plate of chocolate. For those who don't know, and she uh, gave me one of those the first time I came here to visit her. I think I ate that whole thing in about twenty minutes. And I got so sick. You remember that? Not mm-hmm. sick, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was. That's when you were dieting. Actually, <laughs> you were. Yes, you were supposed to I be was on. Clean. A, I yeah. was. I was actually. I was clean with my eating. I was. Uh, you were ready to total, go in there. Totally fat depleted. Yeah. I was. So so I I think if I would have had any kind of, let's call it junk, that I would have my stomach would have reacted. But because that chocolate was so good, and I ate so much of it. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh my gosh, I was pretty ineffective the day after. But you remember when when, uh, <laughs> when we lived in the States, I didn't eat the chocolate and the ice cream really there. I didn't really like it. It wasn't really that good. It was, it, one it, one ice I, cream that was good and that's it. And again, it's yeah. all what you're used to because, uh, you know, when I, um, when I came here and I tasted real chocolate, I tasted real bread, real ice cream, and then... When the couple of times that we've been back to the States, when I went back the last time, just mm-hmm. myself to visit uh, my daughter and two grandkids, then I had um, just, it was like a little cup of some kind of ice. I don't even remember what it was called. A little tiny little cup thing I bought at, uh, at a, um, uh, what do you call that store? Grocery store? No, but what do you call it? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Walmart. Sorry. Walmart. Um, 
I wanted to say Walgreens, but no, it was a Walmart. And a little cup of some kind of fancy ice cream is the most expensive one there. And I purposely bought that one because I'm like, this must be good. And I really wanted to compare. Not even close. It, mm-hmm. it tasted fake. You, yeah. can t- you can taste the preservatives and the substitutes mm-hmm. and all that in it. That's strange. Why do you guys do that? <sighs> I wonder why that is. Why? Why? Who's losing out? Who's losing out? Besides the consumer, who's losing out? I'm talking like business-wise. Are, you know, are the dairy farmers maybe losing something, missing some income because they're using less milk because it's being replaced by something but then, artificial? Yeah, but think about... That can't not, be good for business. No, that can't no, be good for no, the economy. No, because when it tastes, tastes as good as it does, you know, look at all the ice cream you buy. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what You're I'm not, saying. When yeah. they do when they do that in the states, it's re, it's replacing, you know, these preservatives and, and these artificial flavors. And I'm just using milk as an example. If you need milk and chocolate or milk and ice cream, maybe they're using less milk because they're replacing it with these fake things. And then the dairy farmers in the, in the states are losing out. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Because yeah, these preservatives yeah, I mean, and these flavors are, are replacing something. Well, see the Do you thing, see what I'm saying? Well, the the ice cream here. Um, I'm not saying all the ice cream here, but the real good one is made out of cream, like the cream of the milk. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In yeah. the states, they don't do that. They're going to put some kind of uh, preservative and some kind of fake, fake, fake flavor. Milk. Fake so milk. the dairy yeah. farmers mm-hmm. are losing out because they need mm-hmm. less milk for that ice cream. Maybe that's what it. That's what I'm I saying. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Somebody's losing out. Mm. Yeah. I should turn this into an investigative podcast. <laughs> Investigating <laughs> the the bread and ice cream. Hey, I'm traumatized industry. because I can't get real ice cream at home anymore. <laughs> I need to get to the bottom of this. What's happening? Well, well, maybe we should uh, stay in the in the states for a couple of months and. Uh, you want to go back? <laughs> get not now. Why not? Oh my gosh! First of all, Corona is like ooh, all over. Yeah, they canceled our flight. No vacation, yeah. no vacation mm-hmm. for us this summer. Uh-uh. Our flight is canceled. And I think I had forgot, I, I can't remember if I told my sister or not, but she sent me a message, something like, you, you're supposed <laughs> to be here. To something be. like, you're supposed to be here now. <laughs> oh my she, yeah, about 20 minutes oh, before we started me. this podcast, I got a message, yeah, you're supposed you're to be here now. And I, it didn't hit me until just now that maybe she really didn't know that we were coming. I can't remember if I told her or not. She knew that or we was were she coming. Just come, or, or, I'm well, sorry, she, she didn't be. know that we were not coming. Oh, because and I, but when she sent when I read the message, when I read the message and it says you're supposed to be here now, and I was kind of like, ha ha, she's trying to be funny. No, but now it just hit me. Maybe she really mm-hmm. thought we were still supposed to mm-hmm. be there. Yeah, didn't know the. Yep. Yeah, we were supposed to be there. Sorry, sister. What is it today? Monday. <laughs> Monday. Yesterday, yeah. right? Last night. Yeah, we would land in New York last no, night and, and drive drive to Ohio today. Exactly. We would come to so, Ohio so, today. Yeah, yeah. You better call her. She has well, to look at, listen, all the plans she made and <laughs> gather, like, people, the family and all that. She was going to do that, remember? Have I, have I been inconsiderate? Yes. Have I been introverted? Have I been wrapped up in my own situation the last month or two and not informed her? Mm-hmm. Now, I, see, I'm going to have to think this through. Did I tell? Oh, Should I call her? Boy, I can I, call her right now. She can be on the podcast. Now? Sure. Let me Go do ahead. that. Ah, you know what? She's probably working. Oh, yeah. Well, well I, I guess well. she'll figure it out. Was she not See, now I'm really... <laughs> 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 the 
are we supposed to stay? And there's nobody there or somebody. Oh, that's there. right. Because she get, we gave her the address. I gave her the address mm-hmm. of that place. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the last. It's the same place well, where you stayed the last time. So she know. I'm going to have to humble myself then when I talk to her. because I, I, I seriously cannot remember if I told her or not. Yeah, I, told Ma, you, you I told did, Ma. I told Ma. You did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope she remembers. Yeah, you know, you old, know, old people, mm-hmm. though. Nah, she remembers. I'm just joking. Of course she remember. Uh, she might not have told your sister. Well, well, I'm just gonna have to put that thought aside because I'm starting to feel bad. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't <laughs> think I told her, and maybe Ma forgot to tell her because why would she send me that message? Exactly. Unless she was just joking, or unless she was just yeah, reminiscing, like, oh gosh, she was supposed to be here. No, I'm no, so, no, so. no. She thinks you are there. She thinks you're there. I bet you anything. Wow. Maybe she won't talk to me for, did I just burp in the mic? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe she won't talk to me for another month. I, I, you know, I wouldn't blame her if she got mad at me. I do believe I forgot to tell her. Yeah. Because especially since she has kind of gathered family and, and so on to meet and, you know, yeah. Why do I get more unprofessional when I do these episodes with you? I've, I've never burped into the microphone like that. <laughs> well? <laughs> Why do I get more unprofessional? Well, you know, because you're used to doing all kinds of nasty stuff around me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm sitting on the toilet right now while we're no. doing this. <laughs> you know, I think Gosh. that, uh, what's that guy's name on CNN? Michael Smirkanish. If I'm not mistaken, he does his broadcasting for CNN from his from his house, and I picture him sitting in his in his tie and his shirt and his suit jacket, and then the table, and then under the table, he just got like a pair of sweatpants oh on or God. something. <laughs> didn't 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 that no, no 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 don't don't be quiet <laughs> no don't don't go there. I actually okay everybody. I have to censor my wife. She was going to say something that the world does not oh need gosh. to know. No, you can't do that oh, okay, because okay, okay, no, okay, okay. that can't that can oh, never okay. get out there. Okay, okay, moving right along. <laughs> oh boy, you ju- you talk too much sometimes. You can't say something like that. I can't believe you almost said that. How am I supposed to put, know? Put that, put that closer. Just rotate it around. Yeah, yeah, it's it's there, Jen. Your microphone etiquette needs some work. Yeah, well, it's right in front of my face. I'm not used to having something right there. So So how did it, tell people how it came about that I did a stand-up show this past Saturday, and you did not, you took me there, you drove me there, Mm -hmm. but you didn't come in. No. How did that happen? How did that happen? I felt so (laughs) sorry for you. Taking the train in there with a lot of people it's and the boring corona, the but it was not, it was a nice stuff. drive, yeah. and and you got to you went to the what you, you said at the park or something park yeah you sat at the park yeah. while I did my yeah. uh, looking did my at thing. people people watching it was I nice tell you, it's so different in Oslo very did different. you see all of those young ladies you know, I don't want people to think I'm flirting in front of my wife flirting about other women but but this has to be commented there were so many young and fit women. And they were dressed, 
I don't want to say naked. No, I don't want to say it, it, yeah. But it was tasteful. It was yeah. artsy. Yeah. It was bohemian. Yeah. Like it was it in was. a way, in a way that you don't cool. see anywhere else. Mm-mm. And I, you know, you're just looking around, and everybody just looked so fit and healthy and happy. People well, running around and laughing. This is in the middle of the day, and people. It just looked like people were having a good time out there. Well, it wasn't in the middle of the day. It was in the afternoon, evening. Well, it wasn't dark. It was far from it dark. It doesn't you, get dark in the summer, John. You're getting off subject, woman. No, uh, the point is, is the happiness. Sure that you <laughs> Okay, it was eight. It was eighteen forty-three and fifty-three seconds. The minute we crossed over the border into Oslo. <laughs> How's that? Uh, okay, is that precise yeah, enough? Well, and and they were not all fit, but they were cool. They, they, uh, they, you're right. <laughs> you're they just looked, shooting down they, everything I said. They looked happy <laughs> and and um. And what what puzzled me, one of the things that puzzled me, you know, it is expensive in Oslo yeah. to live. That's like living in New York City back home. And and uh, and still, people can afford going out and to they, eat. Yeah. The yeah. restaurants were full. Restaurants anywhere else in and Norway. So if you expensive. go out into the districts in, in 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 Norway, the restaurants are expensive as can be. So, and I don't have a lot of experience of eating out in Oslo, but it is so much more expensive there. It is very it's, expensive. And you see all these young kids, you know, probably students, and it's like, where in the world do they get to, you know, how much money did they inherit <laughs> to afford this? Well, I would assume most of them, uh, them kids' parents are still alive, so they didn't inherit anything. Oh, my yet. gosh. Are you just, are you trying to make an argument on the air? <laughs> Aren't you, they didn't, dummy, they didn't uh, inherit I didn't anything. Say, I didn't yes, you say did. That. I saw it. It went across like one of those ticker tape, uh, ticker signs in, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Times Square across your forehead. I saw exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh. Just trying to be correct. I guess. Mm-hmm. Correct at the Anyway, end. anyway, I didn't go in. Uh, you sat outside at a cafe. Oh, was it at a cafe or? No. I. I thought it was too too crowded in those cafes. I didn't want to get mm. any Corona. Yeah. 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 So so no. So I, I went into a Seven Eleven, bought a little something on a newspaper, and sat on the bench. Yeah. It was very nice. And the funny the <laughs> the funny thing is when I came out. Now here's a testimony, everybody, to how um, how do I put Careful. this? How brutal I am. <laughs> I use my wife. I use little Snoopy uh, quite a bit in my stand-up. And that's why I couldn't go in there. Oh, come on. You know it's not that bad. Uh, No, I don't know that it's not that bad when my friend says, Hey, Aunt Elizabeth, (laughs) you better not go to his stand-ups. Is that what she said? Mm -hmm. Did she tell you why? Yeah. What'd she say? Because it's you talking about me. Of course I'm talking about you. You're such a huge part of my life. Oh, I know. Huh? I know. <laughs> my muse, my inspiration. I can't talk about you uh, on the mic. Of course you can. But Making you famous, woman. Mm-hmm. No, so the funny part was, you know, I say what I say about you during during my routine. So when I walk out and you're, you're there at the corner in the car and I get in the car. Waiting for you. Right, by, right at the side of the, the this cafe where people are sitting outside. Very European for you, uh, for you uh, Americans. They're just sitting at an outdoor cafe, you know, drinking their coffee or whatever. And as I walk up to the car and open the door, these two ladies say, oh, is that her? Is that your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Making you famous. 
Well, yeah. I'm taking you with me on this on this journey. Mm-hmm. Journey to the top. Mm-hmm. That was a rough set, though. I got to admit to you guys, it was, you know, I had new material. I think I said something about that last Saturday. I had some new material I was going to go through. It's good material. And uh, I started off great. Um, the first, I don't know, first half of my set was great. But then I got out of the moment <clears throat> and I started thinking ahead to this, to the bit that I have about my son. As you guys know, he passed away uh, the 5th of November of 2019. Uh, heroin overdose and part of dealing with that is is uh, uh, I I made this comedy bit about that <laughs> if you can imagine that but it, it's you know I, I turned it into a comedy bit that's my way of dealing with it so I got out of the moment and I started thinking ahead to that bit and then I got emotional and I had to stop I had to tell the crowd look you know it's hard to be funny right now you know, it was that, and 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 then I and, and thinking about. And I also had a bit about, um, you know, the movement back home. You know, the protests against uh, systemic racism and all that stuff. So I got out of the moment and I got into my head, and and but it. I, I think I turned it around. Um, I started preaching a <laughs> preaching a little bit, and then turned it into. Um, you know, I actually got them to clap on the two and four Snoop. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty I got him to clap on the two and four, and I sang a little acapella thing. I just I uh, dragged up one of my so, uh, so far unreleased uh, songs. I dragged that up from the vaults, and I sang it acapella to the crowd, and it fit the moment, the subject matter of the song, actually. Mm-hmm. It fit the moment. Hmm. So uh, well, I think you. I saved it. Probably did. I think I saved it. Or you'll know if you get invited back or not, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, we and we talked about that. <clears throat> and and hats off to Steinar Daltvet, uh, the the gentleman who booked me for that. He it was his uh, arrangement uh, where I performed this past Saturday. Hats off to you, Steinar Daltvet. And yet again, you know, I don't remember if you remember. I don't know how much you had had to drink at that time when I was apologizing, but I apologize again for not doing what you booked me to do. You booked me to be funny. And I was funny a little bit, but then I got serious at the end. So I apologize for that. That could be career damaging, actually. Well, it could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be known as the guy that doesn't do what he was booked to do. Well, I, just, I don't know. I have to think about that one. I just because, have to get uh, you. You you know it's. Uh, Hey, I'm putting yeah. myself You're an out there. artist. You're an artist and and uh, who can say what exactly what path an artist has to take? You know, that is beautifully stated and that's how I feel. I don't think an artist should have any reins put on him or her. No re- no restraints, no chains. Mm-hmm. Let him run free. Yep. Um I don't know. You know, I got a lot of support. Um couple new friends after that. So I guess it wasn't all that bad. But I'm a perfectionist, so I was really beating myself up for, for, for knocking myself out of that path that I should have taken for that evening. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that I'm talking about it probably tells everybody I'm still upset by that. I'm so, I guess I, was, I, I, got, I, I got very disappointed in myself that I couldn't. You know, it, it's, let me, I'm, ta- I'm talking in half sentences and half thoughts here. <clears throat> but the thing is, is I have to deal with Johnny's death somehow 
Mm-hmm. I've never dealt with anything like it before, so I don't know how to deal with it. Um, but I do know that when I am able to do that bit without breaking down, I don't think I've ever done that bit as funny as it is in the laughs that I get from people. I always get that little quiver in the voice and I got, and I'm struggling to keep it together, but I get through it. Mm-hmm. And every time I get through that bit, I feel like I'm a step closer to some sort of something. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but that, that will go you know in I mean? waves. <laughs> You know, sure. grief sure. goes in waves, sure. and then that's but just the point. The, the way point it is, is, is every time I get through that bit successfully, mm-hmm. it's a it's a victory that takes me a step closer to something that has mm-hmm. to do with dealing with him. And I, I guess I'm mostly upset is and, and, uh, because I didn't get through it right on Saturday this mm-hmm. last time. But you know, you <clears throat> uh, we call it Gulgan humor. I guess maybe you gallows go- humor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, that is a good way of dealing with things. I think so. But but you know, there's you you have to in in a situation like that, you probably have to deal with it not only by doing that, but it's it's um it's a it's a way that uh, you know I do too with my job. You know, with all the strange things we see at our job, it's. You have yeah. to kind of have a little, put a little humor into the the sad things. Only with an H. Huh? Only with an H. What are you talking about? You said humor. Put an H in it. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Shh. I did say that. I said humor. Snoop. No, you didn't. You said yes. you. You said humor. You did not say humor. I've been listening to you say humor for 20 years now, woman. You said humor. <laughs> oh, well, no. you watch it, Miss Reese, because, you know, I can... I can you can't uh, reach across this table. You can't do nothing. Oop, now, when we get oop, off the air, that's another oop, thing. Oop. Yeah, what about it? I speak with a beautiful blending of Norwegian dialects. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Okay? <laughs> what about it? I said, I said, I they make oh fun of me. Gosh. Nobody, uh, you non-Norwegian speakers don't get it, but she makes fun of me mm-hmm. because I speak a uh, a different dialect of Norwegian than she does. Well, no, 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 not the dialect, but you you put together like several dialects. Well, that's what I learned. Sentence. It's what I learned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many dialects is that? Uh, that's that's uh, Finnmark. Uh, skull. Skull. Ringe der up. It's two or three. Two or three up, something like that. Up is Hallingdal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. But I speak it well. You speak very well Norwegian. <laughs> it is. Yeah, a, it yeah. is. A, it is a mishmash of uh, dialects, though. But I. I don't know. I can't <clears> help <throat> it. That's. That's the way I speak. So. Yeah, but <laughs> people are impressed uh, how fast you learn the language yeah. and how well spoken you are in Norwegian. People are very impressed, and I mean, I get comments. About me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I can't like, tell you that often. I was just going to say, like you. a typical Norwegian, you never tell me that. No, no, no. I you don't want you do to get too big. spread compliments headed. around <laughs> <No>. at all. <laughs> you know? I never heard, uh, I never knew anybody was telling oh, you yeah. that I speak well. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's good to hear, as long mm-hmm. as it doesn't get patronizing. No. You know? Mm mm. You know, for a for a black foreigner, he sure does speak well. You know, as long as it doesn't get in that area. <laughs> um, 
No, but I love that language. I was very motivated when I came here. You know how, you know, I remember how disappointed I was that that school didn't, uh, didn't work out. I was in, uh, yeah, every, at that time, every immigrant who came here got for free, uh, I think it was like 400 hours of Norwegian classes, uh, totally free. Um, so I go to class and the, did I just burp again? <laughs> I'm sorry. Again. Oh my god! Uh, okay, I'm Stop done with the coffee. coffee. It's too late anyway. That's terrible. Oof. Well, I'll never get hired for uh, NPR radio. <laughs> Wait, I NPR? And National Public Radio. Oh. Foreigner. Mm. Peasant. Who, who's Ushulis. in whose country? Who's in whose oh, country? Yeah. That's, well, you okay. never know it as hot as it's been. It's been so doggone hot the last few days here. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, boy. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I go to the Norwegian class the first day there. And the lady, I cannot remember her name. She's still around in, uh, in um, you know, working for the city doing stuff. I've okay. seen her name several times. Can't remember mm -hmm. it, though. Anyway, and it came out that, uh, you know, I was fresh from the United States and up until very recently, I'd been working as a police officer and I was a United States Marine. She said United States Marine. And all of a sudden, five, six of those Somali guys that were in that class <laughs> all turned. Remember, <laughs> remember that? That's right. Remember that? Yeah. And oh, I guess, gosh. I guess, you know, you can, you can just follow the, follow the logic and, and, and based upon the age that they were, they were mm. probably in Somalia, you know, during the Black Hawk Down. Mm -hmm. So when they found out I was, uh, you know, in the military, U.S. Marine, and the looks they were getting, and, it, and it's not like I was scared. I think five of them equaled one of me size-wise. It wasn't that, but it just made it so uncomfortable. And then we went back the next day, and they, they all, all went, went out, out. They all went out and played soccer. And that's Instead what they did. Learning, yeah. And that's what they did. And so so we just, I think we went back a third day, just you and I, but that was just to get, we got some kind, it was like a, it was a, a computer a, and a CD thing with, to with put in the grammar, yeah. grammar things. Because I needed to, I just said, let me, I'm just going to do this on my own. I just need to know the grammar structure. Mm -hmm. So we went back the third day, uh, sat down at a computer and got all that stuff. I think we burned a CD off of their I program. Think, no, I think or did we, we actually we, get we, it. We get we got we actually the got free it, yeah. free book in the CD. That's right. Yeah. And I never mm -hmm. went back. Yeah. So I'm totally self-taught and that's why I have that mishmash of dialects because I I just picked up what I was hearing you know, from your your father mm -hmm. speaking his uh his dialect and then uh, even some things from your mother. I learned how to count. I used that's to right. I used to recite my my Sweet, counting. Huh? Yeah. Uh sexton instead uh -huh. of saison. Mm -hmm. Little things like that, yeah. Hmm. So, that's my that's my language thing, and yeah. and you, I I want to be honest here. I surprised myself when I was on TV when I was on uh, Good Morning mm -hmm. Norway on that TV thing. I surprised myself that I was able to formulate, you know, with proper grammar and proper wording and everything. I surprised myself because, you know, it it it, it it's been a trend with me that I'm speaking less and less Norwegian because I've been more and more at home right. here at home. We speak yeah. English. Mm -hmm. And then when the Corona thing hit in March, I, I really don't speak much Norwegian anymore because we're, we're, we're so home. We're, we're fairly isolated. So everything is in English. And then all of a sudden here I am on TV mm -hmm. and boy, I was, I was spitting out that Norwegian. Mm -hmm. I got it to match. Yep. 
Thank you, Sesame Street and Electric Company. Huh? You, you, In Norwegian? <laughs> it's a joke, Snoop. It's a joke. You guys see this, if I, you know, I would be one depressed stand-up comic if this <laughs> is the response I always got. I make her laugh, but, but but when I really want her to laugh, she doesn't. It's a blank stare. It's the famous <laughs> Norwegian blank stare. A famous? Oh, it's famous. It's well known. Ask any poor American who's here in Norway. Really? The blank stare. Well, we, we talk about it online all the time. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Well, I was just thinking about what you said when when you learned Norwegian. Um, remember, you you helped my dad uh, build that shed outside. Yes, remember I did. That, that um, was that first summer, and yeah. that's when I learned the bulk mm -hmm. of my Norwegian yep. through him. You you had to learn all the tools. Yeah, he would be like, uh, you know, he would say in Norwegian, "Hey, give me that, uh, give me that uh, Allen wrench," and uh, you know, whatever that is in Norwegian. Of course, I wouldn't know what he was talking about. So he would do this thing. Now, now her father was, I, I, I don't know of a man who was, I can't remember a man. There hasn't been a man who has ever been kinder to me than her father was. But he also had this brutal, tough, you know, he's a kind of. His hands were like uh, yeah, hands baseball. Like, like baseball, Mitch. Like you could strike a match in the palm of his hand. <laughs> it was so <laughs> doggone rough and stuff. So he had this brutal thing. So he would say something to me and then I didn't really get what he was saying and he would do this thing you know like when someone's trying to get your attention or drive a point home and they kind of like you know like smack you a little on the shoulder it felt like he was swinging a baseball bat and hit me, <laughs> in, the, hit me in the shoulder to drive home his point and i'm like oh my god and he's a tiny little guy you know that's where you mm -hmm. get where snoop gets her smallness from he was a tiny little guy but he was so strong brutal and, and strong and it was it was such an odd combination at the same time as he was so sweet and kind and loving to me mm -hmm. and he but he had that brutal side coffee break yeah Jump. yeah Jump. like yeah, we'd, we'd be working and then all of a sudden out of the blue uh you know just imagine somebody you know they tap you on the shoulder hey it's time let's go it's coffee break well, her father, it wouldn't be a tap. Again, it would be that brutal, that hard slap, baseball glove of a hand, you know, leather <laughs> hand smacking me on the back. Hey, coffee time. So I think, you know what? That's probably the start. I shouldn't say this in case an insurance company is listening, but that could have been the start of my shoulder <laughs> problems because no. your father's smacking me in the shoulder all the time that summer. No. But you were so big <laughs> that maybe he thought that you wouldn't feel anything unless he smacked you real hard. I guess, because he sure did. <laughs> Gosh, I miss that guy. Well, here we go. Mm, this is every day. Right, yeah. Every day, yeah. there's at least a, a thought, or most often something is said mm. uh, about her father every single day since he's since he's passed. When did he pass away? Too long ago. Two thousand eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I miss that guy. Yeah. He was important yeah. to 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 me. He was. Mm -hmm. I don't think I. I don't think I would have had the beginning that I had in Norway without him because i remember yep. for example when i got that uh when i got that job running that project here for the city mm -hmm. and working at that school mm -hmm. he was he was almost more proud of me than you were oh, he, he was, was so, so proud yep boy he puffed his chest out and, mm -hmm. and told everybody he could mm -hmm. that his son-in-law got this job and is in his you know gonna oh, run he this just project. loved oh, you man i miss, i miss that guy yeah he was really good to me 
and even even uh, after he had all them strokes remember with uh, with um, our daughter how he would uh, <laughs> yes. sit there in his wheelchair and feed her yep. with one arm and uh-huh. and she would uh, if she was upset she would pick up the phone and, and call, call him, him. yeah she couldn't well, hardly speak, but uh, they Pop, sure Papa had. Papa won't let me have any cookies, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, I sure miss him. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do stand up again this week. I pro- maybe I shouldn't say what date is because I don't know when we're gonna release this. Uh, this, this this episode, I don't know when it's going to get released. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Well, the plan matter. was the plan was to do that episode with uh, Yonyarda mm-hmm. uh, before Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Before Thursday, Thursday you know, mm-hmm. get it put it yeah. out on Wednesday. In other words, mm-hmm. as you guys know, I put out episodes every Sunday, Wednesday, and then I do uh, the solo Saturday. So uh, Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday. But um, Mr. Yonyarda had to cancel on me today. He had some business that all of a sudden fell. In his lap, uh, should have fell on his head. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, he had all of a sudden something had uh, he had to take care of something, so we had to cancel his episode. So you were not my first choice today, Snoop. I know it's that. fading. It's yeah, fading. It's fading. Yeah, but you know what? You, you're stuck with me, so I'm not too worried. Ugh. <laughs> stuck with you? That sounds like a uh, like a bad rash or something. Really. I always said that. For 20 years, I've said that. Well, you never said it on the air before. Well, you never told me that it <laughs> felt like that before. Okay. Any el- anything else you need to say? <laughs> oh, boy. Huh? You know I have to mess with you, Snoop. Mm-hmm. You know I have to mess with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing I'm not jealous and all that stuff. Now, you wouldn't have nothing to be jealous of. Where do I go? Where do I ever, where do I ever go to be able to do anything to get in trouble. Well, do you want me to start? Go on. Sure. Let's put it out there. Well, who went to the Caribbean without me? Yeah, you but that did. was different. That's with a bunch of sweaty power lifters. That's what different. do I know? All them hula hula girls coming up there and dancing. Hula hula girls? Yeah. There's no hula hula girls. Hello. We didn't go to Hawaii. We went to the Caribbean. Well, it was the Virgin Islands. I've never been there, so I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of pretty women there. A lot of them. You know what was the what was the 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 the, the prominent thing for me about being in uh, on the Virgin Islands? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, besides the powerlifting meet itself, it was a Nor- it was a North American Championships. Besides that, it was the fact that everybody was black. Mm-hmm. I don't see that on the different. Caribbean so uh, life. Yeah, you know, we've talked about that mm-hmm. before. <clears throat> Maybe we t- didn't we talk about that on the air last time? I don't know. Last time know. you were a guest? I don't know. Did we? Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, that, there's that show. Um, House. Houses in the Caribbean. Or yeah, it's something about people. It shows people wanting to buy homes in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And the Caribbean, I don't know any numbers, but I'm going to guess it's at least 95% black. All I know is everybody on the, uh, when I was in, in the Virgin Islands, everybody was black. But you see this show. There's nobody. And there's no black people there. 
That's weird. I can't help but think that they're doing that on purpose. And I'm not saying everybody out there who may be watching that show is a racist, but they are. I think they are obviously concerned about people who may be racist or may have reservations against black people, and that's why they don't show any black people. But on see, that show. here's the thing. It's weird. But here's the thing. It's like filming in Norway, and I'm not going to let any blonde-haired people <laughs> be yeah. filmed. But see. I never thought about that until you said something. I love that show. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was looking for a house there. And, and I did not think about that one bit until you yeah. said something. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I guess you're right. I picked up on that right away. I'm like, wait a minute. What's missing here? Ah, the people are missing. Mm-hmm. That's what's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Strange. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not strange. I think it, I think it is a conscious marketing decision Mm -hmm. that they made Mm -hmm. because it's just weird but then when you saw the those two norwegian guys that show yeah they were traveling and they showed the the caribbean yeah yeah and they they talked about the history they were at ground level and they showed yeah that That was a good show they were among the people and Mm -hmm. they showed what it was really like yeah yeah so that was interesting. a documentary Mm -hmm. they went all through i think they started down in um trinidad and tobago Mm-hmm. And then followed. Did I burp again? Oh, and they followed the. You don't need to say. They followed, it the chain, they, they followed the chain of islands up around and, and pretty much stopped at every every yeah, island every of significance island, yeah. in the Caribbean. Yeah. It was a great documentary, and I don't like Norwegian TV. But that was but a good, that one I liked. But Norwegian TV has picked itself up a lot. Really, There's I don't a, think yes, so. Yes, it has. But you haven't been. You all you watch is you know CNN. But uh, it's not true. It's not true. Of course I do with all this yeah. foolishness going on and I need material to but talk you, you about. you don't really watch NRK. Because it's boring. It's no, been it's boring not. for 20 years. <laughs> no, it has picked itself up big From time. what? From nothing to a lot. From a centipede sneakers to an ant's butt? Picked itself up from it's where to where? a lot of channels. Is a lot of documentaries. Document Documentaries. Come on, that was funny, wasn't it? Picked itself up from a, centi- from a centipede's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Sneakers to an no. ant's butt. Yeah, I didn't get it. Of course not. Do you get it now, though? Not really, but it's not funny. You said it's picked. You said it's picked itself up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, a centipede sneakers are they high or are they low? Sneakers. Yeah. Why do you get sneakers first? See, you don't don't get hung up on that. If okay, if a centipede wore sneakers, are uh, they high or are they low? Thousand centipedes. Listen to me. Are they thousand. high up? Or are they low That's to the ground? That's a lot of sneakers. They're low to the ground, correct? Okay. okay. But an ant, is, its butt is higher than a centipede's feet. But it's still pretty depends, doggone low. No, but it depends so the po- if the, the ant can is, have its butt down too. But listen to me. The point is, is that, is that NRK TV, Norwegian TV, was is, a very low quality. And if it's picked itself up, it's picked itself up from very low to low. <laughs> that's the point now you laugh okay I, you know you i'm gonna be a better comic you force me to because i have to explain i have to i have to think through the funny things i say i've got to think it through i gotta make sure it's logical but not so logical that it's not funny okay well thank you for that snoop good luck well, i think you're a robot charge your batteries mm-hmm. yeah yeah Anyway, I think we need to wrap this up because <laughs> it's too much foolishness now. Oh, come on. 
Yeah. Do you know Not every time I post an episode on uh, when I when I post it to my YouTube channel, mm. uh, it comes to a default setting because you can set the category. A default know, mu- default? music, yeah, yeah default okay. setting, yeah. and it always comes to comedy. Okay. For some reason. Okay. But I don't think I've ever had an episode. Well, I've when, when I interviewed uh, Bob Beck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't funny. No, but it was two comedians, or he is a comedian, yeah. so yeah. So maybe that's why, because <laughs> that was my first episode, and it automatically went. Well, why up. did you start talking about this all of a sudden now? Oh yeah, because you said there's too much fool. Yeah, see now, let me backtrack. You said there's too much foolishness, and yeah. I was going to say yes, and that's a good thing because of that generic uh, default setting. Okay, it's supposed okay. to be a comedy. Oh, it's supposed to be funny. Okay. Foolishness. Okay. That's what I was getting to. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, Ooh. it's such a struggle. Oh, It's hard being you. Uh, you no, no, it's hard being me when you're in the room. <laughs> That's, let's, let's put that in there, in parentheses. Mm-hmm. It's hard being me, parentheses, when Snoop is in the room. Hmm. Well, I have to <laughs> keep you on your toes so oh, you don't that, get tired what you're of doing? me. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I have to challenge you, John Rees. And isn't that what a relationship is about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's challenges that you. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Let's talk about something <laughs> else than that, maybe. The kids are gone, aren't they? Both of them. No. no Harlan's downstairs. Did you just tell these maniacs what our son's name is? Oh, well, I guess I did. I thought that was no big deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. They probably didn't understand it anyway. Yeah, because of your mushmouth English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I hope you never learn how to speak. Well, you're not going to learn how to speak proper English. Probably. If not. you haven't by <laughs> now, did they? They really had to hang a sign around your neck saying you speak <clears throat> Do you very know little what? English. Let me let me tell you about my English, um, my teaching of English or learning of English or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> speak so, slowly now. Yeah. So, <laughs> at school. We started learning English, I think it was third or fourth grade, okay? Yeah. And I just didn't understand why the heck we needed to learn English. We were uh, living in Norway. Uh, I didn't need English. Xenophobe at the age of and, seven. And I was not going to live anywhere else. This is Norway. We speak Norwegian. Uh, why do I need to learn English? Mm-hmm. So what I did, of course, we had those uh, word tests and all that. I just brought a note. Oh, you mean like a vocabulary test? Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. okay, so you had yeah. a cheat sheet. Yeah. See, and I was on. a master of cheating. Yeah, that's where it came from. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, so, it's, um, yeah. I remember when we first met, your English was pretty bad then. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say it was pretty bad. It was yeah, hard it to understand was. you. And sometimes it was hard to make myself understood. Yeah, but but you, do you don't need words. Who needs words oh when boy. you have love? Oh love, 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 love. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <coughs> you were so in love. No, but you have a charming accent. Everybody who hears you talk, um, well, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of people have told me. Nobody's ever told me that your English was bad. They all say it's charming. <laughs> well, I got the letter saying my English oh, was Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was, can I tell them about this? That was hilarious. I have these things that I categorize as snoop moments where she says or does things and it's just, it's just jaw-droppingly snoopish, if I can use that word. Uh, t- tell them what happened. 
Or can I? Should I just, just tell go him? ahead. Go ahead. She worked. <laughs> she worked at a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> she worked at a funeral home in the Chicago area <laughs> when we were living there, and. And we so, had to send out letters to people in order to sell them, you know, uh, prepaid uh, funerals. Yeah, so how did you guys do that? Do you have somebody standing in the graveyard and when they uh, are standing in the morgue or something and then they see somebody's <laughs> dead and, <laughs> no. oh, you got to sell them a plot? How did that work? How did you know to go to those people to offer to sell them a burial? Um, well, we had a I never list. Asked you we, that. Yeah, actually, we got list. We got a from list where? from our from our boss. And and I guess it is it was people that had had somebody uh, die, you know, like there were there were relatives of somebody who died that had used the funeral home. Yeah, but um, how did he know? That, how did they know that someone died? They used the funeral home before. Remember, I sell prepaid funerals before people die. They buy their they pay for. Yeah, their but in the package. case that we're talking about, this is someone who had someone who had died. Someone yeah, but had died I didn't in know their family. That. No, I didn't know he was dead. So it was just a timing thing. Yeah, listen, we got this these list of names, right? So what we were told, these are our, our uh, prospects or whatever they call it, so that contact them and with this offer to to buy to prepay for for the funeral with the casket and and uh, plot and and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. And and uh, and send out all these letters. You have to mail so many letters every day. Yeah. Okay. So I went down the list. There was a name. I sent it to that person. Well, it turns out that person was dead already. I see. So uh -huh. the, the so the, the family, family of the deceased got the letter that you sent to the exactly. deceased exactly because you didn't know they were dead. Double offense. But they had recently, very very recently, died. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's. That's 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 offensive enough, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But on top of that, when and I think you showed me, you showed me that letter, yeah. and it was the, oh whoever wh whoever got that letter, they actually went they through teacher. it and corrected it with a red pen. Every <laughs> word, every <laughs> sentence was wrong. In the grammar. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. every word, every sentence, the grammar, every, everything it was, was so red. I don't think I've ever felt I, I I don't think I've ever felt sorry for you for anything except for then. You should. I, I felt thought. so that was terrible. <laughs> First you send a letter like a vulture, like some buzzard. I know. Circling. I you know. see they've passed, That's now you gotta terrible. jump in. Yeah. Make some money off of their death. I know. And you send and then you send a letter to them yeah. and it's just And full the person of, is dead already? That that was bad enough. Yeah. And then they get a hold of that letter and the grammar. I mean, every, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, well. But what gets me. <laughs> what gets <laughs> that me. That I didn't lose my job. Well, that, that amazes me that you didn't lose your job well, after that. Well, maybe I charmed the boss. But, but what gets me is I can't believe that you would write this letter. I bet that was like a 400 word letter. I can't believe you would write that. I can't imagine how you you could write that and not know that it was jacked up with bad spelling and grammar. No, Didn't I, you I know? think no, 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 no. I wrote it on a computer, um, and it was pretty much the same letter to everybody. You know. <laughs> okay. So there's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you just left a trail of destruction and. The tears, oh my goodness. capitalizing off the tears of loved ones. Oof, am I? Yeah, yeah. Oof, am I? 
That's very Norwegian. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But again, my question is, is didn't you know as you were writing it that it was just wrong? Well, I wouldn't have written it if I knew it was wrong. I thought I was doing great. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, okay, <clears throat> if I'm going to write something in Norwegian, mm-hmm. if I'm struggling over, you know, if I have to conjugate a verb and I'm struggling, you know, I don't because I'm so doggone good with the language. Thank you very much. But if I were struggling to conjugate a verb, to get it in the proper tense and all of that, and I was unsure, and it was an important letter, I would ask somebody. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Why didn't you, did, didn't you experience that where you kind of hesitated? Like, I don't know if that's right. No, I was not struggling. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy. Oh, I just wrote boy. it down and okay. put it in envelopes and What do you have, like, p- pictures in your mind, and you just write what you see, and you think that that's... That's what it is? Write what I have in my head. Just write it down. Easy peasy. I don't know. That's that that fascinates me. And that that is the only time in our relationship that I actually felt sorry for you. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I I wouldn't have wanted to (laughs) I I wouldn't have wanted to be you. You didn't. So you didn't feel sorry for me when I got lost in the ghetto in Chicago. That was hilarious. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't that was it. That I was could just funny. picture you. La-dee-da-dee-da. <laughs> Pictures of milk and the cows up in Setadon and all that stuff while you're driving around the ghettos of Chicago. You were going. You had to go to a meeting or something like that and you got yeah, lost. At some, at some cemetery. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, and cop, the, and the cops I was, had to escort ro- you out of the neighborhood. No, I rolled down the window oh my of the car and said, excuse me, and I pulled out the map. For somebody, and, and this woman said, roll back your window, roll it, close it, close it, and just get the heck out of here. Oh. And I was like, oh, You're my God. Flirting with disaster. And then I saw a police car, and they stopped me. And they escorted you out. And then they escorted me out of there. Wow. Yep. I, you know, what could I do? I just had to shake my head. Well, there she and goes see, again. And there, there she goes again. And, and there, there you go. See, back to what we started with. Yeah, you know, with the, with, I'm a good with podcast the, host. With the, with the kids and, yes. and, and all and that. Experience. And experience. And, and usually things go okay. It works again, itself out. But again, it, it was an unnecessary flirtation with disaster. It wasn't but you necessary. Know what? Yeah, but you know what? I learned something. I what learned, did you learn? <laughs> get a hold of the police. Did you learn that bl- <laughs> black people are as scary as they say they are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, no, you know it's, it's 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 never as bad as sometimes as as you think it is. Usually, things works out somehow. Yeah, but I just uh, have concern for the way things could be. You know, when it comes to our, to our kids, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. The worst scenario thing, and 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 you, you worst case scenario thing, and and we can't do that all the time. The kids have to step outside of a little course, bit themselves. Of course, they yeah. do. Yeah. And usually they will be okay. Like I saw our son. <laughs> I haven't told you this yet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was driving. I was dropped off our daughter just now before we started this uh, podcast, uh, right? Uh. So I was driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> and Are you spying what, on it, trying to find him? No, no, no. I was just driving home. Okay. A different road, you know, a different road. Uh. So anyway, so here I see his friend on a bicycle. And I see our son. On the belly, 
on his skateboard in the middle of the road. On his belly, on his skateboard, in the yep. middle of the road. Okay. Yep. And I was driving behind him. And I was going slow. And he didn't hear me until I honked the horn. And I bet he jumped out of his skin when he saw you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, and of course, I What'd had to... What did you say to him? Well, I told him that he can't do that. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm okay. It's nothing, nothing did he have dangerous. A helmet? He had a helmet on. But what does that That doesn't help? mean anything if a five-ton <laughs> truck rolls over you. I know. Laying down on a... He is practically invisible. I know. If you're in a larger vehicle. I know. Wow. And he thought it was okay. <laughs> and and <this laughs> now I saw this. He's such a boy. And, and <laughs> what is it that we don't see, you know? Oh, I know. I, uh, I, yeah. I tell him to his face oh. that I know he's up to some foolishness out there. <laughs> And and his friend was just standing there, <sighs> looking at me and looking at him and just probably wondering why I was yelling at him. He is friends with some coconut-headed boys. <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> just to watch them when they're doing what they do. It's oh hilarious. Gosh, or he's got some to cool. Them. He's got some cool friends. I like his friends. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They pretty are, cool. and they're funny. When they start talking, that's entertainment. It is. Yeah. It's like the little rascals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just let them go. <laughs> Turn on the camera and let them go. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, okay. Yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, cause, hour and uh, twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah. That's that's enough. Now I want to watch uh, CNN. NRK. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? <laughs> totally unscripted, everybody. All right. Thanks for All listening right. to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. My guest today, the infamous stubby-legged, stubby-armed Snoop. Bye, everybody. I'm coming home. Home. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yes, I am, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Lord, I'm coming home.